So why don't you start recording? I, I've I've been recording for about 46 seconds. Oh, okay. Uh, you're a little quiet for me right now. I'm going to fix that. Da, 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 da. All right. So when I sat down, I sat down at like 8.05 and I was like, I am super like pumped to chit chat, you know? And then like 8.06 flew by after I sent you the invite. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> what is there to say? <laughs> <laughs> so it took a full 60 seconds for you to break yourself down yeah it's a record i lasted a long time isn't it crazy how um you can develop like earth shattering world collapsing uh fear and over nothing in like a moment's notice <laughs> like you can't generate anything else that quickly and i'm not saying you like just you i'm saying like you as in you know like you existentially like the whole world yeah the grand you yeah like you can't you couldn't come up with like a joke you couldn't come up with like an interesting thought you couldn't come up with like you couldn't like generate the power to like jump up onto the table you're at like you couldn't do anything that fast but like for whatever reason (laughs) immediately you can develop something that will just tear your confidence in half (laughs) uh i got something to say to that but we got to start the podcast first you're up buddy Hello, I'm AJ. And I'm Jason. And this is the We're Gonna Stay Friends podcast. Hang out for a while or not, but uh, it's starting right about... Blump, 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 blump. Now. <laughs> do, do we owe Chris money for that? <laughs> Did we have to pay for that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I just never asked the question, and that was a tactical decision. <laughs> What's he going to do? Come after us for all the money we make from this? <laughs> yeah, it would take us both down. It would take us down as a, a podcast hosts, and it would take him down for thinking that this was a good idea and there would be something at the end of the tunnel. There's no light there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go down that tunnel. It's just old dusty boxes. You're not interested. Yeah. <laughs> um. So how... What were you saying? Oh, yeah. Dude, there was this one time. It was like a public speaking thing. And this is the worst like I've ever shut down. So like I didn't necessarily need to talk. It was like a group setting where you're supposed to like kind of signal to the presenter that you were a part of said group that he was like asking about. And I just didn't. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I was going to. I was like, oh, so here's what, you know, I need to tell him. But it was like one person stands up and says something. And then so on and so forth. And eventually it got to like 10 or 20. And I still hadn't stood up because it was slowly coming around the room. (laughs) And I just, it was the weirdest feeling because it happened in like 10 seconds. My heart just started beating super fast i could feel blood in my neck and uh my brain shut down and i I literally couldn't say anything and i was like i was like uh what what do you say uh like fidgeting my my leg was moving uncontrollably and this wasn't for anything important this was not (laughs) (laughs) like it was not it wasn't gonna end me it wasn't gonna make me it was gonna do absolutely nothing to me and i still couldn't do it it was crazy (laughs) <laughs> that's uh that's hilarious dude public speaking in any shape is maybe the worst was that 
I didn't. I don't know if I missed it in the story. Was that a a school thing or was that a work thing? It was a school thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like school public speaking is like particularly bad because there's like the whole getting up in front of the public, but there's also the like everyone's evaluating what you're saying and like, hey, there you are. I forgot. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. And like you could. You, you like you if you say something stupid, everyone's gonna remember for the next like however many years are left. You're that idiot that said that thing that one time. So that's what you're saying. Like people do remember that. I feel like people remember that. I remember that about people. Like, so are, are you trying to like help me sleep at night or keep me up? No, I'm saying that there's probably someone right now who knows you as that guy who said something really really stupid in front of the entire school. Okay, let me ask the same question again because I don't feel like you heard me. <laughs> I felt I felt like I clearly answered the question. <laughs> uh, how's your asparagus tattoo, by the way? Uh, you know, I'm. It's still in the design stage. It, but you got it, and it's still in the design stage. I feel like you well, uh, rearranged we, a few I've steps been, there. I've been trying to get it to. You know, we're we're working on the mock up. I'm trying to figure out like how thick the line should be. Should it be realistic asparagus? Should it be? kind of cartoonish asparagus yeah like a jacked asparagus yeah should it have a face should it be saying something funny should it be saying like eat your vegetables kids like you know like what like what does an asparagus say so we're like kind of still hashing it out all seriousness i feel like that'd be kind of a hilarious tattoo (laughs) a piece of asparagus saying eat your vegetables eat your vegetables (laughs) the minute i said it i was like someone should get this tattoo (laughs) Someone Not me. Has. <laughs> I'm sure someone has. Yeah. We're we're at that point in uh in like culture, I think, where tattoos have like become like, you know, they were like not in bad taste, but they were like kind of frowned upon, like culturally speaking, for a while, right? Sure. And I'm sure that there's an a really interesting podcast or book about the history of tattoos. But I feel like when we were kids and people are getting tattoos, they're all terrible tattoos. They were like barbed wire rings around your arm crosses uh, palm so trees you know like like they were like all prison tattoos yeah or they're like a tattoo you got because you were hammered in florida <laughs> on vacation and you're like you know what defines me dolphins and then you get it right like that, i feel like that was tattoos for everyone for a long time there is this one we, kid who got a tattoo it was daffy duck and it was a uh, lawnmower <laughs> oh no <laughs> riding a lawnmower <laughs> where you know where <laughs> yeah i knew it i knew it i've i've seen those and i gotta say they're great they're top notch uh if you it's, can commit to that type of thing but then i feel like we entered the kind of exactly what you're just saying right it's like we went from like these stupid barbed wire tattoos or like your name on your back to then we transitioned to like pieces of art that people get they get like full sleeves and things right um wait did you just very, say your name on your back as in somebody yeah. got their own name a guy i worked with had his name tattooed across his back shoulders and like gothic lettering how okay i i it's i remember that you told me this but i am uh baffled anew because here here's here's the first part uh you know okay some people might forget their name okay got it copy 
you know, in a weird circumstance like the one I just described where I literally couldn't think, maybe I need a tattoo of my own name, right? (laughs) Potentially, there's like, you know, some type of head trauma you could suffer where you have a terrible memory. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. But it's on your back, probably your spine area. You can't see Uh, it. (laughs) Let alone if you look in the mirror, it's probably backwards. So you can't read it. Yeah, it's not useful to anyone. No, we we made plenty of jokes about who was reading it and when, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> there was a, we never got a good answer about why why that was there. It really and wasn't. You weren't joking. You were just trying to workshop it so you guys could move on. <laughs> we're, yeah, we were, we were trying to just feel it out, see what happened. Why why is that there? But there there's you know we never got a good answer and. You know, I don't think that there is a good answer to give. I've never come up with a funny, creative answer that I would say why he did that. He just did it. And you I know, quite cons- frankly, based on the rest of that dude's life, I can't imagine there was a lot of thought behind it. <laughs> Par for the course. Yeah. I would uh, consider getting a full uh, jersey. <laughs> Like, like a soccer jersey. Yeah. Like I have my name on my last name on the back, the number, you and then I'll fly the, Emirates across. Exactly. Your <laughs> on the front is just some giant brand <laughs> that I have Air to change Canada. every five years. I gotta change it every five. <laughs> uh what what would be the brand? Are you is it are you gonna get a real jersey or are you gonna like make your own one? Uh good point. Yeah, I'd probably follow a team and whenever they actually had to change their brand, I'd change with. Can you imagine if you did that, it got out to social media, and then the company was like, we need you to remove that. <laughs> like, we don't want our name on your chest. <laughs> yeah, what is the legal thing there? What do they I do? I mean, it, any press is good press, kind of. It's right? just like, like a t-shirt, like, right? They it's stand literally a jersey. Yeah, like they stand to benefit from like the viral uh, meme that you will eventually become, but... If I was that company, a part of me would be like, ah, why us? <laughs> you know, like, why did it have to happen to us? Sure. And that's like some morning meeting. It's your like, 830 meeting. They're trying <laughs> what to do like, we do about <laughs> what do we do about this? Because like, it looks like we're going down. And is it all because of this dude got our logo on his chest and is just really, really talkative about it? <laughs> Vocal. <laughs> Very proud. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I don't, I don't know how you workshop that. There's there's no good uh, there's no good focus group that can tell you <laughs> what to do in that situation. The uh, the negative of having a full jersey tattoo is if I yeah. get super ripped. There's only one negative. Yeah, I, I was interesting how you uh, you said the the negative, but continue <laughs> the the exclusive negative. <laughs> like fifty percent of the bands have the in front for some reason. Uh, is when I get super ripped, no one can see my abs because I can never be shirtless. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's a like a movie to be made about you about a, a sad man who can never truly be free in his own body <laughs> from his own decisions. Yeah, yeah. You uh, you constantly go to the beach, but you just don't feel it the same everyone else does. You know, it'd be really wild is if uh, you still only sunburned where the tattoo wasn't, <laughs> like it it saved you from sunburn. 
So like it was like like you had like farmer tan lines from your tattooed t-shirt. God, that would suck. That'd be awful. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're shirtless, but you can't not ever have no farmer tan. Like what? There's, there's nothing. There's nothing you can do about it. This is just your life now. The the decisions you made brought you here, so you have to deal with them. I think back to like you know like getting tan and stuff, and just where I'm at now is uh because in li- lifeguarding you get super tan and it would be like balanced, like your whole body would be perfect, especially at like sp- the local one, the splash, because like you'd move every like thirty minutes, right? Yeah, you're um, literally you were like tanning the way people should tan. Yeah, you were like rotating around the sun. No, not getting blocked. And then, like, if you did want to cover yourself, you could, like, get the umbrella up and then, like, no sunlight hit you. Yep. So you could, like, it wouldn't be, like, just your left side. Yeah, it was very, um, if you're a vain person, that's a good gig. Totally. Sure. Yeah. Cause, uh, uh, like, I don't, I don't know what the right, right word is. Like, the endurance. My skin had the endurance to, like, tan quickly. It was, like, five years I would, like, tan, like, normally. Without like farmers tans or anything, and I would still be like wearing t-shirts outside or whatnot. And it slowly has progressed to the point where, especially on the trip that I went on, like I had burns and then tan lines on my hands. <laughs> I had tan lines and 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 uh, stuff on the left side of my face. I know I've told you this before, but the left side of my face, literally, because I couldn't block the sun. You're like the lamest version of Two-Face that exists. Like, (laughs) there's this awesome Batman villain, and then there's you. (laughs) Look, this man who, like, had to chemically burn on half his body. His whole persona is, like, you know, one side or the other side, and you're just, like, sunburned on the left side of your face. (laughs) So, the coin that I'm flipping is both tails? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's no decision to be made. Um, Oh, I feel for you with the sun. Uh, oh, yeah, thanks. You... I really felt like that was uh, genuine. Thanks. <laughs> I do feel bad that you are uncomfortable in the sun. It's nice to be comfortable in the sun and to, like, you know, not stress about tan lines or sunburns or whatever you're stressing about. Cool. I would say that's about a 6 out of 10 in the genuinity factor. I just made up a word because... Uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't know that well, this was okay, a, so and, uh, I, I, D, D, you passed. I mean, no <laughs> okay, one's, I, no I, one's I, like happy about it, right? <laughs> okay, fine. Where I, are we going to move on? They're, they're, we don't have to take this class anymore, right? <laughs> I, fine. I, t- I took a D, I passed. Uh, it's just easy to get degrees, whatever. But like, like what, like what's the highest you think I could rank on your genuinity scale? Like, like realistically, what's, what's my ceiling? Like, I don't know. Cause this is brand spanking new. Like I've got no data to reference. Like. We we know it's not a ten. We know that I'm not I'm not scoring a hundred points on this exam. So you know, like maybe you should adjust your, maybe you should curve it. A ten's <laughs> like my the, D should be a C. Yeah. Okay. So a ten's like the Indiana Jones, uh, golden statue where it's like right when he sees it, the light is like shining on it and everything's beautiful and perfect. But you can't ever achieve the ten, right? Because once you grab it, it's already ruined. There's a bunch of death coming at you spikes and all that stuff and the and the room's gonna collapse <laughs> that 
analogy was so random. It makes me feel like you had a bet with someone that you could work Indiana Jones into this podcast. Because like that came out of absolutely <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> that had nothing to do with what we're talking about. I feel like <laughs> you just were like, I'm going to put this square. I'm going to find it. <laughs> peg into this round hole. I'm going to shove it in. or not. <laughs> Like, you know what's what? hilarious is I no I literally w- uh, just thought of that off the top of my head. Uh, halfway through, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to land this. Seventy five percent of the way through, I was like, Wow, it's it's working, and this is super. I'm going to do it. I'm going to stick the landing. <laughs> Bravo! Um, I initially, I was like, I should just brush past that. I was like, I should just keep this conversation moving, and then I was like, No. Screw that. <laughs> I'm going to make him answer for his decisions. I'm not going to get away with that. You got to put the handbrake on from time to time. Listen, man, someone has to keep this podcast on the rails. It's got to be me. So, you know, the the assisted brakes, when you throw on that too much, you kind of like skitter. You kind of jolt and whatnot. And sometimes, you know, if it's not perfect conditions, you don't stop. <laughs> but I feel like the handbrake is a whole different story. Right, you handbrake, and the car explodes. Right, <laughs> if you're going fast. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's exactly what happens. The car just blows up. So, are you the car that blew up because I pulled the handbrake? I'm asking what car, and how is it now? It's it's blown up. We blew it up. Okay, we flew out the window. We didn't survive. <laughs> The paramedics weren't called because there was nothing to be done. <laughs> we uh we weren't Wolverine flying out that window because he healed afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't heal. We don't regenerate. We just have what we have. How uh how how are you doing, man? You sent me a text this week, and it was at like some bar, and then oh for the for the listeners at home. I was in St. Louis and I went to Rockwell Brewing Company and they had a glass that was like a wine glass. I was drinking like a Saison out of this wine glass. And the the design on the glass was on the right side, it said RBC stacked vertically. And then the ends of the letters were stretched in solid blue lines all the way around the glass to the other side where they finished the letter. And I thought that, and I didn't realize it at first because I was looking at the glass from the front. It just looked like, you know, like six blue lines streaking across the glass. And then I realized what it was. And I was like, Jason would totally dig this. So I like sent you a picture of it. Side note, next time you send me something like that, I'm just going to verbatim say whatever you just said then. Uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> we, I got the data. I'll, I'll, I'll re-listen to this. I'll know the word yeah. words. <laughs> I'll you'll, use you'll it. You'll be prepared. You'll be prepared. And I'll completely forget. So I'll just think you're being standoffish as per usual. So yeah. this building was like- <laughs> you know, That's just... hilarious, man, because I do have to really listen to these. <laughs> and sometimes I tell you stuff, and I'll, I, and then I realize like, oh, he doesn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so uh, that's funny. You know, it's having a conversation with you is just like- uh, Throwing a bunch of things at the wall and see what sticks, you know? It's just, uh, I don't know. It is what it is. It's exactly how you take your medication, too. I just grab a handful of stuff in the morning, shove it down the old gullet, wash her down. Don't you throw I'm it still, in? Still throw, alive throw, today. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be working. 
I heard last time that you were throwing it in the air and trying to catch it like a like you know a piece of candy or whatever. I did that, but then they kept going up my nose. Well, uh, some would say that that is even way more efficient. I wouldn't say it, but some would say it. <laughs> the point of this story is I told Jason to Google Maps the brewery because the outside was cool. They had put a lot of thought and effort into this place, and it was kind of like a work of art, I thought. So I told Jason to do that. So he did it, and he agreed that it was quite the building. And then he immediately said, because <laughs> they had like a lot of metal involved, and so he said... Uh, I bet the metal shop across the street had something to do with it. And I was like, what fuck? What metal? <laughs> so I like turn around and sure enough, directly across the street is a metal shop. And then I, I, I don't know what I texted you back, but like ultimately I think you were like, do you see that? And so I like turned, like put, didn't even move from how it was sitting. Like how I was like oriented was like how I sent you this video. I pull my camera up. I start tip filming a video of myself it's like my face, I like lean my head to the side and I refocus it and it's directly behind me across the street. So that's what happened. Jason was um, doing some sleuthing on my location. What does a sleuthing mean? I don't know, like detective work? Because I was going to say like, if it, if it was something like more nefarious, you were the one who told me where you were at, right? It's not like, <laughs> it's not like I was like, yeah, hey. <laughs> Where's AJ at? I'm going to send him a really creepy text about this metal shop that's across the street. Like, when we haven't talked for a week. You have the power to do that. Like, you do I track do. me. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 let, you have the power to send my exact location to me whenever you want. You do can you, just rattle me. You have the power to do it to me, too. I don't know why I never have. I feel like I got to start doing it now to, to, you know, earn my keep. I feel like the number one way you could do it and like you would just have to get lucky is if I was like at a restaurant and you're like, how's the order the number four? I was like having, yeah, (laughs) that would be the most, and like, even though I immediately would remember that you have that information, the, just like we're talking about to kick off this podcast, the immediate and earth shattering fear that would develop (laughs) would be too real to deal with for like a full 60 seconds. Like, like the fact that you might be in the same room as me and I have no idea. And like, you're just like playing like games with my location would be terrifying. Just, just sending how's the chicken to you without (laughs) even like looking up, find my friends or or whatnot is hilarious to me. So like just sending it to you at noon, (laughs) 645, (laughs) five. Sure. I I look forward to receiving that text, I'm sure, for the rest of my life. This seems like one of those jokes you're not going to (laughs) stop. You'll receive it more than once, that's for sure. How many times? Only God knows. You you have enough follow-through to make it stick, but like I probably won't have to deal with this when I'm 80. We'll see. You know, if we're 80 and phones like are just in our brains, and I don't have to work that hard in order to send that text, yeah, I'll keep it coming. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, phones are going to be in our minds really soon. No, seriously. I, f- I feel like people are getting injected already, right? With like chips in their skin. Elon Musk, do you know that company he's trying to do Neuralink? Do you know that thing? No, but I was just watching some HBO show about that like idea. It's like some new show. So they, I, that makes totally sense. They probably took it from real life. So he basically has a company that's trying to research how to like put 
some type of chip in your brain and they literally take like a hole saw and they cut a part of your skull out and they put that thing in there and then they like patch up the hole and they published a video the other day of a chimpanzee oh what was he doing he was like playing some video game or something but he was like controlling it with his mind because they had put this thing in so like it's working and it's happening it's a long way from effectiveness because apparently they're going to use it for like medical like to qualify to have this you're going to have to have like serious debilitating seizures or like some type of like neuro issue you're going to not have try to have like correct half an arm and they have electronics on that arm and put that in there helps you move the hand it's like serious stuff like he thinks he can get people who like can't hear or have like incredibly bad eyesight or stuff like he thinks he can like help with that so i guess it's gonna be a while before we're like texting each other with our minds but like you know iphone 25 could be in the old he just pointed to his head I don't have a word for you know because I was going to be like any old ticker, but that's the heart. It's like you, what, what it? Yeah, good point. Uh, the in la cabeza the soup. <laughs> okay, most maybe most you, days I feel like my brain is soup. So. Maybe you qualify for Neuralink. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 kind of soup would your brain be? Uh, something that you can't see through. Doesn't have any opacity at all. Something very thick. Totally murky. Very murky. I think there's a, a soup called wedding soup that's like real thick. It's like full of lots of things. So maybe you could be wedding soup. Is wedding soup just like cake? Liquefied? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what wedding soup is. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm looking it up. <laughs> We really need to hire someone to do this for us on the fly. Yeah, we're making so much money. We got to throw that stuff somewhere. Listen, man. Italian wedding soup. Oh, this stuff's chunky, dude. Yeah, you no one's seeing through this. So there's chunks. I don't like, I don't know. I was going to say I don't like chunks in my soup, but I feel like that's wrong. But it's got to be <laughs> a very specific time, right? Uh, only you can tell us if it's wrong. You're going to have to decide. Okay, so you want? Do you want to know what's in it? Yep. Meatballs, first of all. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then in the actual soup, there's carrots, yellow onion, celery, a little garlic, chicken broth, pasta, spinach, parmesan. It's a lot going on. Yeah, that's a ton. Uh, there's a lot of vegetables in there, so I don't know if it's for me. Uh, Cause I am a red meat exclusive eater. Raw, cooked, it don't matter. <laughs> Bloody. Like. For those of you who can't see Jason, which is everyone but me, his eyes got wide and tense when he stared at me and said that. I don't really know why. Because I'm enjoying that. I'm trying to make a joke. I'm just enjoying the fact. It doesn't matter how, how it lands. <laughs> you know, it, it didn't land very well. Uh, <laughs> it's great that you can tell a bad joke and you still get a laugh out of it from yourself. <laughs> uh, you know, that's great. That's good for you. I feel like I learned from the best. I'm pointing at AJ. Boom. Boom. Shots fired. Boom roasted. Shots hit. AJ's burning alive. He's. I'm going to throw him in the soup because he's so hot now. There are two stories that I've started and then like we've ended 
nowhere even close to where they were headed. Sure. Uh, I feel like that's when we do our best work, when you try to tell a story and I derail you. I think you just basically summed up the podcast. I I, I really do feel like that's the most enjoyable part about this. (laughs) Just not letting you finish your story. And sometimes you remember, sometimes you don't. I, I always remember is the thing. I know. This is whether I want to be the annoying guy that makes us finish the story. You do always remember, and I'm so impressed by that. Because if the tables were turned, there's no way I would remember. None. No. No. None. Put you know, put a gun to my head. I would be dead. <laughs> uh anyways, finish your story. Oh, I don't know. What? That should be a game show where like you have to do dire things under like a gun. But like not a real gun. It's like a, you know. Well, how would they gun. how would they give the equivalent stakes then? So it's a fake gun, but you got to feel the the real stakes. How would they do that? They they tase you. Okay. That might work. <laughs> I have been tased before. High stakes? You have been? Yeah. How would that go? Uh It was very intense. You know, somebody had a taser in college, and uh, we tested it out. We tested it just uh, like you test out a dog collar shocking device. So I learned a lot, and uh, let it be my last experience. Do you know what level it was on? Were there levels? No, I have no idea, but somebody was taking notes. How many drinks had you had? Uh, It's neither here nor there. Enough that you did it, not too many, you can't remember it. (laughs) That about sums it up. (laughs) I feel like I could say that about my life. Enough that I did it, but not too much that I can't remember it. But I'm not moving forward or backwards. (laughs) Uh, I want to play a quick game. I'd love to. So I was listening to this podcast earlier about a, a, he was an author, and he was talking about, just he's got a new book coming out, whatever, so they're talking about it. He was talking about how... He heard this other author years ago talk about how when he's getting ready to write a book, he'll take a post-it note and put it next to his like computer monitor or whatever he's writing, and he writes one word that is the theme of the book, and he ties everything back to this theme word. Cool. Turns out he totally misunderstood that author, and that's not what he was saying at all. But this is now how this guy writes his books, as he puts this one, one word on a note, uh, so- sticky note. So you're saying that the interviewer misinterpreted, regurgitated what he thought the guy said back to him, and the guy's like, "That's better than what I was doing." It wasn't the same guys. He was he was talking about how like he uses this technique now because he heard another person talk about it, but he heard wrong. <laughs> like he didn't hear it right, <laughs> so he just made it his own technique, basically, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious because this guy's now a very successful author. But so my question to you is, yep. if you were writing your life story and you look to the right of your computer monitor, what's that word? Uh, do you have one? Do you got one? Because I'm going to throw this question right back at you. So just, uh, you be mulling it over prepared, too. Yeah, I wasn't prepared to answer, but I will be. Okay, okay. Oh, one word to describe me. I'm so eloquent with my words, I can boil it down to one. Obviously. It doesn't take me two paragraphs to say something that one other person would say in a sentence. Oh, what to say, what to say, what to say. 
Well, I'm just going to go with how I'm feeling right now, and that is scattered. (laughs) (laughs) Dispersed. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Spread too thin. I put hyphens on those, so it is technically one word, right? Still, yeah, it still counts, yeah. What do you got, man? What you got? The the first word in my head was disoriented. (laughs) But I was like, that's not right. You're disoriented? No, I don't think so. It was just like the first word in my head. I think this the the more appropriate word is like gun to my head in an alley, having to try to figure out your word. Disoriented would never be on the list. I would do if that's the one that is in your head. That's the one that kills me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that did you in. <laughs> uh, I the word I settled on is like trajectory. But because I don't, I couldn't think of a better word to describe it. Because I feel like my life, I just keep like heading a di- like one direction, right? And then I like like hit the brakes and I go like another direction, and I like hit the brakes and I go like another direction. Uh, so like I don't know what a better word for that is. You're thinking of like the idea of kicking a can down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If I had to say your one word in in a long sentence. That's can kicker hyphenated can can kicker. (laughs) (laughs) Although depending on the era, that would mean wholly different things. So we'll have to workshop it some more. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have some people find a better adjective. Yeah. Get the guy who's going to run our podcast and, and tell us when we said what and, and all that stuff. Just add that to the list. I'm surprised we haven't like got some big podcast deal yet. You know, I'm shocked. This is my shocked face. It's like they don't want talent anymore. It's like they don't see a good thing when it's when it's there. They got to be told Whatever. it's good later when they already missed their chance. Uh, how's your day going there, friend? It's going it's going okay. I uh so this past week and a half, I decided to try to be a professional in terms of development and I have blown my workflow wide open. So I do graph design stuff. I normally work in an application called Adobe Illustrator. So I've been trying to pretty much learn all I can about that. Uh, And what I've learned is that I was doing it completely wrong. (laughs) And now uh, I feel way better about it. And I feel like it's a night and day difference. And so I've just been super focused on it. Like I haven't been doing anything but looking at a screen. And it sucks because also when I go to like coach for swimming and stuff, there's a computer screen and like maintenance and stuff to do there, admin and stuff. So I literally look at a screen all freaking day. Like I've been working so hard. I have literally fried my brain, I think. But it's worth it, I guess. (laughs) Do you want to like turn around and face away from the screen <laughs> so you don't have to continue to look at another screen? Count uh, point number three. Thanks for adding to the list. <laughs> uh, I'm amazed. I'm amazed that you can that you could be that wrong at what you did. Like, how is that even possible? It's possible because you know, initially I was working with the ideas and trying to uh, just just trying to make the ideas, but. You can do that a hundred different ways. You can skin that cat 
70 different ways, right? And get to the end result, which is eating a bad meal. <laughs> I, you know, my, I, I'm, I'm immediately like, don't eat the cat. And then I'm like, well, well why else did you skin it? I guess. Like, yeah. What's the point? <laughs> well, what else was the end game? And why did it take me 28 years on earth to realize why you skinned a cat? <laughs> I guess maybe you could have needed a hat. But <laughs> uh, so anyways, uh, what I've been learning is like just the workflow and how to actually use the software correctly and make it super easy for me to literally sit down and make something within like a minute or like start making it, you know, whereas before I'd have to like get my head around trying to force the software into that round hole when I'm just. I'm just a square till the end of my days, you know? I, that needs to be a ringtone if anyone's using ringtones. <laughs> <laughs> I got like all this stuff that's set up now where I can literally just, it's it's there and now I can just explore the creative side. So this was worth the effort, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. But I'm like spinning my wheels too. I've literally not done anything. But I've done a lot. Do you get that? Yeah, there's like no tangible result yet. There's like, like you have no- nothing to like physically show. But like the next projects you do will be far better because of what you've done today. Yeah. Yep. Like there's your no- foundation is solid now. Yeah. 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 I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I don't know what you want. No, no, no. It's solid in the sense that it's not on sand anymore. <laughs> like, right? But. <laughs> What, what is it now on clay? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm thinking clay, but I'm happy about it. <laughs> uh, it could be loamy. What's that? You sound smart about that. Clay and sand. Uh, explain yourself. <laughs> I just know that that's a term for like soil that's mostly clay or sand, I think. <laughs> explain how you know that. Environmental biology class. From. St. Ambrose University. Okay, it wasn't like from like middle school or high school? No, I had I needed like one more credit to graduate. <laughs> oh, so you so you probably just learned about this a week and a half ago, right? And you're trying to find ways to put it into your conversation. It was a full year ago, and yes, I, I've been trying to find a way to work that in. <laughs> no one ever wants to talk to me about soil conditions. And I'm Finally, very annoyed about it. Checking it off the list. <laughs> Done. Fulfilled tonight. Boom. Uh, I want to say something, and I respect you for learning your software and doing it after years. <laughs> yeah, I feel like no, this was going to... you knew. Initially, when you started this, I thought that this was going to get negative real quick. And uh, I feel like we haven't even touched the surface. I already feel bad, <laughs> but I feel like you're going to dip down even more. So can't wait. Can't wait to see what's happening next. Yeah, take a swig of that beer. Uh, no, I'm serious. Like I, I, all the, I have a playlist of YouTube videos that are like breaking down how to use Lightroom and it's been saved for years. They're probably obsolete due to updates at this point, but like, I am like been constantly wanting to watch those and learn. But like when I have time to sit down and watch YouTube videos about like photography or whatever, I like watch something else. I don't watch those cause those are kind of boring. Yeah. But 
I did watch like, and it was stupid. It was a 15 minute video on how to import photos. Yeah. And I was like, this is so dumb. I was like, I don't need to watch this. But I was like, I, I told myself I was going to learn this software. It's like, watch that video. And five minutes in, I was like, I have no idea how to use this software. The way I have been using I know. it is just what's programmed in here because that's how I figured out how to use it because I didn't want to read about it and yeah. I just wanted to use it and I forced my way through it. And now I have these habits built that yep. are trash, horrific things to do. 90% of those habits, like there's one button to do it and you're taking like five minutes. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that's how you feel. Just, yeah, I can even explain, I can tell you exactly how I was messing it up. So Lightroom literally has a function where I like find my folder and I click the folder and it will bring all the photos in and display previews and it'll automatically not bring in duplicates. It'll not bring in like, you know, cause I shoot a raw file and a JPEG. It doesn't bring in both of them. It just brings in the one, right? I don't know what you're, I, it just shows beach. Your background oh. thing totally wrecks what you're trying to show me. Uh, I didn't mean to derail you, but this is just a, a piece of paper that is the tip of the iceberg. Oh, there we go. Of, oh my God. Lots of notes. This is small. This is small stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So like, so basically what you're just saying, all these actions to do one easy thing. So like Lightroom has this whole way. They're like, Hey, bring them in. Look at what you want. Select what you want. Don't select what you don't want. And like, it'll be that easy. But what I was doing was I'd load them onto my computer and I have to make a file, import them, and then have to like one by one open each photo and decide, do I like that one? No. Yes, no. Yes, I do. I'm going to mark it red. Then I have to find all the red ones, put it in a different folder, import that folder. And like when I realized I was importing them so badly, I was like, this alone, this step alone will wreck you. Could save me make you. hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, and. Like it's just it's hard to make yourself learn the software the right way, and I respect you for doing it. The nerve wracking part about what you described is you're always making those steps, and the quicker you learn about how to do it correctly, the less work you're going to have in the future. If you want to like look at your photos from like a year and a half ago, <laughs> like right, because yep. you're setting up, you're you're setting up all so many things that you have to take down. If you want to try to backlog and make sure that your stuff works for future you that doesn't know what, you know, this blue colored folder means anymore, 10 years down the road, right? And so that's the scary part. That's why I was like, I need to, I need to, I need to do this now. I need to do this a year ago. I need to do this yesterday. I need and I'm doing it now, you know? So no, man, I get you. Photos, though, is uh, a little terrifying, too. I haven't even touched that. And photos you take every day. Like, even on your phone, like, I don't really know how to, like, organize those. And I've built kind of a process, but it's not nearly enough. We were in the crappy generation where technology was just enough that we understood it. But now it is, like, so much better that the younger ones know how to do it. But we're kind of like stuck between a rock and a hard place with file sizes and stuff getting so much better that you can like store things correctly. And yeah, I feel like we kind of got screwed. That's that's my main thesis of this whole conversation. We got screwed. <laughs> Quote me. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, man. Technology. It was funny because we were talking in class the other day about like the cloud and how like no one knows what the cloud means really. Like we understand loosely like things go there and you can get them. But like it's this giant server farm in Nevada. (laughs) Right. That's the cloud, right? Right. But like I have like four different cloud accounts and allegedly things are getting backed up. But like in the event my computer dies. I have no idea how to get that back. Zero. Don't know. Probably won't. Like, get, just get a, a nightmare. Get a freaking two to four terabyte thing and uh, time machine it. That's that's the only thing you can do. Keep it local. So I, I when, time machine. Oh, okay. But like, I don't even want to get into this. Okay. But I'm going to give you a very high level description of what I'm battling. That's pretty much what I need anyways, because I, I'm not a weeds guy. Uh, don't tell me the weeds. I wouldn't understand it. I'll even like fall asleep. I need you to not ask me a single question during this, because if you probe, we will <laughs> do another hour on this topic, and, I, and I'm not prepared to do it. So I need you to sit there and drink your drink and prepare. I'm here. There is a, there is a thing called RAID storage. This is the only answer I want out of you. Do you know what RAID storage systems are? I think I understand the concept. Okay. For those at home, RAID storage systems are where you take a bunch of hard drives and you link them together and you create like one hard drive unit to like store data. But it's there's like three different ways you can pair RAID devices. And you can do one way where like you put six... 10 terabyte hard drives in and now you have 60 terabytes of storage that's like one way you can do it or you can put six 10 terabyte hard drives in and you end up with 30 terabytes of storage but it's doubled and redundantly backed up so like if one goes down another one will step in and like save your data or there's like a third way which is more complicated and i still don't know, totally understand whereas like you have backups locally but also to the cloud And so, like, this is, like, a very common way for photographers to store photos. Like, instead of just having, like, a standard hard drive that, like, you back up to, Jason. The the only interjection I'm going to make is the fact that I have thought about storage capacity and all that stuff and, like, the whole backup idea, which essentially doubles the cost. Yeah. And that saddens me because I don't have anything doubled because it's just too much money for me. So, that's all I'm going to say. So what Jason just said is the, is why RAID exists because what like the rule of thumb photographers have and videographers like in general creative people who use electronic files, you should have one backup locally, one backup to the cloud, and one backup off site. So you should have like three different backups of your data floating around to like ensure you don't lose any of this. So like I'm I'm like starting to accrue a lot of photos and like i'm about to launch this business so like i'm about to like really start accruing a lot of photos right so i'm like and there are photos i need to like keep because like if i do a, a shoot for someone and in like four years they want these again like i should be responsible enough to be able to have them right that's my opinion on the matter i don't know if that's right that's how i think about it i think it's so right. like 
there's been eight different times that I've sat down. I'm like, I'm going to learn how to do raid system. I'm going to like learn how I need to invest. I'm going to like try to get in on like a small level because they're expensive. So I can like build up into this when I have the means. And oh my God, it is so complicated. It always ends in me pissed off with a headache, shutting my computer, tired of watching these nerds talk about it. And I don't feel any better about having done it. (laughs) And I, it's just a mess, and I'm convinced that I'll never understand how to store my data properly, and I need to hire someone to do it for me because I literally cannot. It's a nightmare trying to figure it out. It is so complicated. And right now, my camera shoots 40 megapixel photos. So, like, if I go shoot, like, okay, I did that St. Paddy's Day race. I came back with... Oh, my God, dude. I came. I think I came back with, like, 500 gigabytes of photos. Like I had one f- 256 gigabyte card full in two other like 128 or whatever gigabyte cards, like partially full, mostly full. I, I had like literally like half a terabyte of photos. In, in case a listener doesn't know, 500 is half a terabyte. It is. Ins- it's an insane amount of photos to have. Like that's like, like if the average person took all the photos they like have made in their life like their iPhone photos and stuff. Maybe they'll get there. I'm going like, to look up. That's a ton of photos. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. It was, gonna... it was like, it was like 35,000 or something. It was like a ton of photos. So like, okay. So to just to, those. just to put that in perspective, my computer is 748 gigabytes. That's what I have on this computer. So yeah, that's dude, 300 my... gigs more than, what you took in a day and it's all of my, my computer li- it's my livelihood <laughs> <laughs> my computer is 250 i don't even have my computer could never even handle the amount of photos i took in that one day if i had <laughs> nothing on my computer not a single thing on, on my how computer. did you handle that <laughs> Dude, I I have a hard drive connect an external hard drive connected to my computer 100% of the time that's a full terabyte like my computer isn't even close to being able to handle what I do. What do you uh what do you put on that? How do you work off that? It's a nightmare. I yeah, have, it sounds I like have, it. So my actual computer storage is like my my computer's hard drive that came from the factory is like schoolwork, applications that I use, right? Like Lightroom, Photoshop, all that stuff. Like all those things, music, podcasts, like that's just my standard. And then like I have a terabyte hard drive that I keep photo projects that I'm working on like right now, right? It's like whatever I just shot, I haven't edited or is edited, but like I want to still share. That's on that terabyte and or on that hard drive. And then I have two other hard drives that serve as backups. So like when I'm done working on projects, I dump them there and then delete them off my hard drive. So I'm constantly playing this like shuffling game <laughs> to like keep my memory at an acceptable level. There's been seven or eight times that I've been exporting photos and it makes a like a virtual copy of my computer for a moment while it does stuff. And I've like failed to export because my computer ran out of memory. And then like trying to bring my computer back from that, like if your Mac runs out of memory on you, good luck. It's like an hour, bro. You have to like shut everything down. You have to like empty your trash. You have to do everything just to like get enough to restart. Cause like if you run out of memory, your computer literally cannot function. You can't do anything. You can't even shut stuff off. Like you have to like kill it all. It's a nightmare. My dad would be, uh, 
annoyed with you because like the first computers that he messed around with were like like i don't know man like a hundred meg or something and like memory <laughs> yeah. would shut down after that and <laughs> listen i i know that i'm having very first world problems but for your father right now let's just say this i shot a time lapse of the night sky a couple weeks ago i did a star time lapse and it's approximately 20 seconds long so i don't know how many photos that was it's like maybe four or five hundred or something it took 10 hours to export that 20 second because my computer is a 2013 macbook that has the i3 processor this thing is the underdog of all underdogs it outperforms its weight class it has no business doing what i asked this thing to do on a daily (laughs) basis but it does it and it doesn't complain no bitches no moans this thing runs like a champ and i don't want to replace it but like i'm like basically i have this thing on hospice care and i'm just like hey i need i need one more thing out of you and it's like please no i'm done i can't they're like i just want to do your school zoom meetings and type your word documents and i'm like I just shot a one-hour time-lapse of the Milky Way that I need you to render. And it's like, sir, I can't. It's like, please, I've lived a full life. <laughs> it's, it's like inhumane when I'm doing this computer. And like, I, I listen, I understand your dad's probably mad at me for bitching about it. But the reality is, like, this computer is not meant to do what I'm trying to do with this. Uh, on that note, I think we should say... Our final profound thoughts. Uh, (laughs) What are your final profound thoughts? This is how you're going to end the podcast. Don't get into digital art mediums. (laughs) Just don't keep anything. Just let it all be up here. Delete it all. Just have the memory. It's it's better anyways. How you remember, it's always better than how it looks. (laughs) Yeah. And it gets better with time, too, because then you start to elaborate on the on the uh, actual event. It didn't actually happen the way you thought it did. It was actually not that great, but now it is 10 years time. Oh, it's amazing. It's the best time you've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) And now we've ended. I wish I, everything in my life ended like that. I I like that you can hear that now. I think that's I, way more fun. I wish the the bell at school was that. Wait, was what? He nails it, and then the last blump is like exceptionally deep <laughs> which is great yeah <laughs> didn't we name this last time didn't we come up with didn't i come up with two names and one was for this one no idea yeah we did but i can't remember it cool oh so are you not gonna name it <laughs> uh, i mean i did <laughs> I, I did it last time and you failed to be organized enough to use it so screw you uh, man all you kinda, gotta do is sit feel down like that's here, on you. talk your talk and leave and you do nothing else screw you <laughs> that was an interesting way of saying carry the podcast but okay. oh hush <laughs> <laughs> so aj doesn't uh, remember the name that's the podcast name <laughs> I actually really like that. <laughs>
Well, the next one's going to be Jason doesn't know either. <laughs> cool. Hey, you're going to have to remember that because I won't. I exclusively Obviously. <laughs> choose not to. This time was on me. Next time's on you. Blomp. <laughs> we got to do in the music now, man. So you you said you had an idea and it was like we fabricate a like a a situation we're in, right? Yeah, like so here's like- here's how I think we should do it. And it makes it way easier for us and we don't have to like fight to find it. Essentially, I think we should just Imagine the episode we're working on is a thing that we're doing to keep our friendship alive. So there's the metaphor that's still there. So like, it could be something as easy as uh, we go out to dinner, (laughs) you know, or it could be something like super crazy too. I came up with one to set the, set the scene and then we, and then you can try to figure out one next week. All right. And it's, it's a dinner one. So imagine this episode is us going out to dinner it's a Thursday night. I put a tie on. I got a reservation for us. 8 p.m. I showed up underdressed because I didn't know about the dress code. And this is where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> we went there. It was 8 p.m. I had a suit and tie on. You came in with board shorts. And I have no idea how that miscommunication happened, but it happened, and that's what we're starting with. I freaking made a reservation, dude. I I didn't know. You didn't tell me. You just said to meet me there at 8. I just assumed that you uh, had practice. I didn't know. I'm sorry. But I thought that we had good conversation. I thought that, you know, the 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 restaurant was nice, and I thought that, you know, we both had good meals. I'm trying we to keep this that. alive, man. I sent a reservation. I spent a lot of money on you tonight. Okay, well, you know, listen, I appreciate that. Uh, I don't, I shouldn't be pressured to do anything because of that. I'll, uh, I'll work better next time. I'll be, you know, I'll, I'll cook dinner next time. How about that? You know, I, I realize I may be coming on too hot and I have expectations for our relationships that you don't. So I'm going to back off for a couple weeks and you can take the lead. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to. I don't want to force why, you into anything. <laughs> why are you yelling at me? <laughs> hey, I think uh, I think next time we have dinner, we should invite Crisp. Uh, I'm going to try not to take that personally. I know he's a friend of ours, <laughs> but these nights are for us together. <laughs> we don't talk the same way when there's a third okay. person. Okay, how about how about we we have dinner <laughs> and then. Crisp can meet us after dinner. I like that. That's a happy medium. See, we're already finding our way. We're, we're going to stay friends. Bing, bam, boom. All recipes. <laughs>